Welcome back to, to Front Seat Faith. Hong Kong. I thought you said Hong Kong. <laughs> I was like, what the heck? Um, anyway, um, today we are going to be in Matthew 6, 19 through 34. 34. 34. 34. I was going to say 35, but 34. Um, go read it. We're going to tell you to read it in the actual main chunk, too. So just, but do, just deal with it. Oh, chunk. I know. Yeah. You guys have to listen to You guys gotta listen. You'll understand. Um, but anyway, yeah. So we kind of go through a bunch of different little sections. Um, but it's kind of... Guess what? Jesus ties it all together. Jesus ties it all together, always. And, you know, it's just about, like, surrendering and... Seeking. Seeking. And just what it looks like to give your life to God, yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, join us, listen in, and we hope you enjoy. Hello. Uh, <laughs> me and Kevin's hello. Okay. Um guys picks up the coffee, sets it down, puts it back down. Picks okay, it stop. Stop. Um stop. I got a venti coffee. Okay, wait, wait. First, let's preface this by saying <clears throat> Cinnamon Dulce is back. Mm-hmm. Amen. Hallelujah. Okay? Because, sorry, I'm going to keep What's doing that. This back? is like the fourth time that I picked it up to drink and then I put it back down. But, um, because the, they said they discontinued it. Like, forever. Mm-hmm. Was the last news that I heard. Mm-hmm. That it was gone. Forever. Because I went gone. to get it and they would always be like, Gone. gone. No, my cities. Okay. Um, hallelujah. True. Um, anyway, but <laughs> I, cause they would always just be like, oh yeah, sorry, we're out. And then well, one time I went. store you go to, it says sold out at yeah. the store. Well, and then one time I went and they were like, yeah, we actually don't have that anymore. And I was like, cool. That's cool. Uh-huh. Then McKenna, your girl. Yeah. Was ordering and she saw that there was a cinnamon dulce latte, like one of the signature lattes of the week or like, of the month or whatever. And she was like, oh my gosh, is this true? Is this real? And it was. So now, welcome back to $4 venti coffee. <laughs> Hallelujah. Okay. Because we got a venti coffee with four pumps of cinnamon dulce and oat milk. That's it. And you don't pay for the oat milk and you don't pay for the cinnamon dulce. So it's just why, because uh, iced coffee comes with like cream and sugar basically. So the sauces are more, and like the sweet creams Mm -hmm. and cold foams are more. But if it's just like a regular like milk, they it's free. And then if it's just one of the like syrups, it's free. Okay, well, so I got my little offer thing last night in the mail. That was like you can get a shake and espresso and egg bites and get more stars. You know, so I was like, oh, that actually sounds really good. I'm gonna do that anyway. Um, yeah. Well, I need to read it first, actually. Um, (laughs) so, it's a venti, because I also had a free drink, so a venti shaken espresso, because we were out of the brown sugar oat milk shaken espresso. Oh. So, I just, like, basically made that. Wait, so Um, what is it? So, it's, uh, the venti comes with, I think, five shots of espresso. So, I got either two or three, and then I got half calf. You guys, I can't have espresso. I will be it, up. It is a fair point, but I'm a little embarrassed. Because I literally will be, like, so, like, a ball of, like, spastic energy. And then I crash. And then I literally would just want to go to sleep. And then when it's time to go to bed, I can't sleep. 
that's me on espresso. Um, so then I got light ice, oat milk, five pumps of brown sugar syrup, cinnamon powder, no classic. Oh yeah, it's a triple shot. Okay, there you go. Oh, you were giving a sweet take sip. I actually want to try this too. Mm. Oh, yours is good. Yeah, this is good too. Wow. They're like kind of similar, but like different. They're like same, different taste. Yeah. <laughs> They're like kind of safe, but not no, no, the they same. Are. No, they are. Just no, just. but they are. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Um. So yeah, highly recommend if you're into like coffee, you know, but like just coffee. Yeah. Because if you like like lattes, this is gonna not no, be vibe for you. No. Like definitely not. It had to grow on me. Mm-hmm. Mm. But now, like, I literally don't get lattes. Um. Anyway. In we go. So this is. Oh yeah. Do you wanna like maybe? Okay. Yeah. Never mind. Okay. Yeah. So we're going to be in Matthew 6, 19 through 34. So y'all should definitely go read that before we like talk about it. Because we're not going to. No, but um, we're not. So, <laughs> um, so pause and go read it, basically, is what I'm saying to you right now. Um, but yeah. Anyway. So, do you want me to start, or do you want to start? Um, like, where should we start? Should we just, like, go, like, chunk by chunk? Mm. That's kind of what I did when I took notes. Um, those, these were, like, the main point. Well, it's kind of like what we talked about yesterday. Like, yeah. up here, you have, like, the buildup of, like, you know. Yeah. Okay, well, let's, like, do this, we then. Just let's just down. go chunk by chunk. Okay. Um, also, I love the word chunk. I was about to say, I don't know. You've been saying chunk instead of chunk, chunk. and it's kind of rubbing me. Down. I love it. I love it. <laughs> um, anyway, okay. So, okay, well, the first little section, um, 19 through 21, talks about, like, where we store our treasure. Do you want to talk about that? Because that was, like... Sure, okay. So, a little rust this thing, is just, you know? like, a little preface. Okay, so, I think I read this plan. I don't know. How, it was... Okay, so, the night before I read this plan, before I even, like, opened my Bible to this plan, um, I was journaling... Uh, which I do, um, just like a regular thing. Okay, nothing special. And I was journaling. I'm like, um, and I was just writing down. Like the thought just came into my head, and we've talked about this a lot, like on podcast, Bible study, even other times. Just mm-hmm. like all the time about pride and the concept mm-hmm. of pride, mm-hmm. because it wasn't until literally this summer. When I had someone tell me that, because I always thought pride was just thinking too highly of yourself, like walking yeah. around with a high head, thinking you're better than everybody else. And then my small group leader told me, she was like, no, 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 no. Pride is just, it's literally thinking too much of yourself, period. So like I, it can be thinking of yourself way too much in a negative way, thinking of yourself way too much in a positive way, just putting yourself before everything else in your yeah. life and before God. And so last night that really like was heavy on my mind and I was just like writing down and I was like, I am so prideful and like there are all these little things and it just honestly at that point, it just felt like a buildup of so much crap that the enemy was putting in my head. So I wrote that down and I was just like, I feel like the enemy is just putting these little thoughts in my head and at first they don't seem bad. And then when I look at the big picture, I realize, okay, there is so much mold and so much rust built up from these little things that I've taken to heart when I should have looked at them and thrown them out. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, and I can't clean that myself. I was like, 
I, and we'll go further down into the passage and it'll kind of say that, but like, we cannot, like, I can't, I'm sitting there. I'm like, I don't know how to get rid of this. Like, I can't do this myself. And it seems like for so long I was trying to, and obviously I was finding that it wasn't working. And so I was like, okay, I need that living water of Christ to come in and just flood my thoughts, flood my mind and just clean myself of that rust and that mold. And so I just thought, so I was journaling, whatever the next day. I was like, you know what? Let's like just check out this plant. It seems pretty cool. And so, <laughs> me. And so I opened it and I started reading and I was like, Jesus, Jesus, you are a funny dude. Because it says two times in the first like three verses, I think, the yeah. word rust. Mm-hmm. And it was saying where moth and rust destroy. And then it says rust destroys again later further down. And I was like, oh, okay. It's like, okay, Jesus. And so this just like, this concept that rust like when it's built up and when the devil is coming in and telling us these little things we were literally just talking about this it's like one thing at a time these little distractions were like this won't hurt us this won't hurt us like it's just this little little thing like i can do this real quick and then i'll i'll do something other and then but the reality is like that builds up and it literally says rust destroys and where thieves break and steal and then it goes on to say but store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust can nor rust destroys um and so just the idea of like each i think this plan yeah it's called surrender and seek so like understanding and acknowledging that rust and that the enemy is taking over our mind and then understanding god i cannot deal with this on my own i don't know how to get rid of this but you do Mm. and you can cleanse so surrendering that to him and then seeking him further on and being like this is you yeah. And then he's going to come meet you where you're at. Well, and, yeah. two things. So, first, I was flipping around in my Bible yesterday. Um, and one of the things that I fell back on was Psalm 51, which oh. we talked about guys a while ago. Um, I don't know which podcast it is, but y'all should go listen to it if you haven't. Um, it's just... But we did... We yeah. talked about Psalm 51, which... It's just, it's me and McKenna's daily prayer, okay? I was about to say, just um, Not day. literally the entire thing being highlighted in a bunch of different colors no, for yeah. the amount of times that I've, like, gone back and looked at it. Um, but, and yesterday, it kind of, like, hit me, um, because, so in verse 10, Psalm 51, verse 10, it says, God, create a clean heart for me, mm-hmm. renew a steadfast spirit within me, and... I just, because you were talking about a clean heart and how, like, or being clean, and we can't clean ourselves, and, like, God has to do <laughs> Yeah. But, um, but, like, God has to clean us, right? And so, mm-hmm. when I was reading this yesterday, I was just, like, it's interesting because there's different words that we use in this little, in the, I'm about to say chonk, but now I, like, every time I think about saying just, it. It's okay. Okay. Just do it. But 10 through 13, Okay. Um, so it says, create a clean heart for me, renew a steadfast spirit within me, and then go down to halfway through, or I guess it's verse 12, and it says, restore the joy of your salvation and sustain me by giving me a willing spirit. And so, create, you know, we love our definition, so I just looked up the definition, um, just for, like, a more clear understanding, and, um, it's bring something into existence, So, in this, it's not like, oh, we had a clean heart, and Mm -hmm. now, like, God has to, like, restore a clean heart. Like, restore my cleanliness, and, like, renew my... No. It says, create a clean heart. Like, we we don't have clean hearts. We don't. Our hearts are full of sin. They're black. Mm -hmm. 
God has to literally make us a new. He says, let me take that out real quick Mm -hmm. and let me put a new one in. Mm -hmm. Like I'm creating a whole new heart for you. But anyway, I thought that was cool because that's what I was reading yesterday and you talked about that. Um, But the very last verse of 19 through 21, so 21 says, for where your treasure is there, Mm -hmm. your heart will be also, which is just, that's just such a good verse. And like where you place your value and where you place like, when when you are focused on like okay you know what like I gotta gather up I gotta be successful here on this earth and I gotta like all these things that's where your heart's gonna be Mm -hmm. that's where that's where like your whole life is gonna be devoted you know yeah and so then that's why it talks about the two when you store up yourself treasures on earth guess what they go away and then where's your heart it's here Well, and then it says, like, in 24, it says, No one can serve two masters, Mm -hmm. since either he will hate one and love the other, or he will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. And that just goes hand in hand. It's like, if we... Mm -hmm. If we're putting all of our treasure in these earthly things and in this earthly basket, then... And that's our priority, and that's where our minds are at, then where's God in our mind? Yeah. Because it tells us right here that we can't serve two of them. So... If we are feeding into that earthly thing, then that is leaving Jesus. That means, where is he at? Like, what? And our speaker in chapel yesterday was talking, and he was just sharing his testimony about how he used to play baseball and, you know, had all of these things going for him, great baseball player. But he was like, now he's a pastor and gave his life to Christ. And he was like, that, he was like, I don't even like baseball anymore. Like, baseball has yeah. faded. My identity is not in those things that I built up on earth for basically his whole life he's like but that doesn't matter because jesus renewed me and jesus created a clean heart in me and now he doesn't care about living to hear people yell his name in the stands he's here to like be the vessel where people can yell jesus's name well and i thought it was really cool when he was talking about he talked about his daughter Mm -hmm. and he was like people will like go up to her and be like do you know who your dad is because he's like this like all-time based like all-star like I don't even know um I don't play baseball I don't watch it but um and he people he was like yeah people go up to my daughter and they're like do you know who your dad is and and they're like and she's like yeah yeah yeah." and they're like no but like do you know like do you know who he is and she goes he's like they're like yeah he's this like big time baseball player and everything and she goes no (laughs) he's a preacher (laughs) and he was like I just love that like the legacy I'm leaving for my daughter is not, like, oh, some, like, big-time baseball player that has all this success and that did so well. Like, I'm a preacher. Mm-hmm. I share the good news of the gospel. Yeah. Like, that's what I do. Mm-hmm. You know? And I just thought that was just, like, really cool. Um, And does go hand-in-hand. Hand. Everything, everything. God, stay connecting. He stay connecting everything, okay? Um, But also let's take a little intermission here. Um. It, that's been yeah it's that bug um can you give me a napkin that's disgusting okay okay that's disgusting proceeds to give it to me <laughs> <laughs> um yeah did y'all hear you probably didn't that was so quiet i've been hearing it like the whole time I ha- me too but i thought me it was too. like a car i thought me too like gear. me too okay cool <laughs> glad we're on the same page but so you know we talked about 19 through 21 and then 24 Mm-hmm. But let's take a little intermission for 22 that to really 23. Okay, because it was so funny. So, 
this little this little chonk here, okay. I literally can't even say it. Oh, it's so embarrassing. <laughs> I'm glad I like. Um, but it talks about the eye, and it's like the eye is the lamp of the body. If your eye's healthy, to be honest, the first time I read that, I was just like, all right, next. And I kind of, like, jumped from, like, 21 to 24. Oh, like, yeah. I didn't even... There was no highlight. There was no notes. No, literally, McKenna's <laughs> Bible is, like, fully highlighted. <laughs> Nothing. Fully highlighted for, like, the next four verses, okay? Um, but, but it's because it's just, like, I don't even know what that means. Like, you know what? That's fine. I'll move on. This other stuff is good, right? And so I go to my other Bible because I was like, I kind of want to know what this means. Cause like, I feel like we always skip over it and like, I don't even know. And I read, I've read this passage like a million times. And so I go into my other Bible to see if there's notes. No, it's literally highlighted all before and all after notes with everything like before and after. So then I was like, okay, let me do some little researchy here. Right. Because when I first look at that, my thought is like what you're looking at and the things you're seeing and like the things that you're putting into your mind, you know, and like, that's going to determine, no. No, let's back up. Let's back up. Okay. So the eye, very important, right? Like when we, in our culture, like right now, when we talk, like, oh, I could see it in their eyes. Like, oh, I could see the hurt in their eyes. Oh, I could see the love in their, like your feelings reflect in your eyes. Right. Um, and more so than that, your eyes reflect light, but your eyes are your perspective. Yeah. So in this, it's saying, Hey, okay. Well, cause we look back at Acts nine with Saul road to Damascus, right? God encounters him and blinds him. And then he goes to, I always want to say Ananias, but I'm pretty sure that's not who he goes to, but I'm pretty sure it's an A name, but he goes God, like, then encounter sends an angel to this other guy and is like, hey, so Saul of Tarsus, the guy that's, like, coming to persecute y'all, yeah, well, you're actually gonna, like, touch him and, like, put your hand on him because I saved him, but he's blind. So then this guy's like, okay, cool. Um, so Saul comes, and when mm-hmm. he... I am... Wow. It is Ananias. Um... <laughs> I knew it was something like that, but I just am always, like, not confident in that. But anyway, um, and he puts his hands on his eyes, and it says something like scales fell from his eyes, which I just think is so cool, because physical representation of this perspective shift, right? Mm -hmm. Before, he was, he was seeing through broken lenses, okay? Like, his eyes were broken, like, his literal eyes, okay? And then God encounters him and blinds him to say, hey, we got to take a little perspective shift here, right? And then something like scales fall from his eyes. So here it's saying like, if your eye is bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. And like, isn't Saul just a great example of that? Paul, like his eyes were bad. His perspective on everything was wrong. And that's why we talk about like, the way that we look at the world, when we are looking at the world through our own eyes, what are we seeing? We're seeing, we're comparing, we're judging, we are hating. Like, we are a hateful people. Mm-hmm. We are a hateful people. And when we look at the world through our own eyes and our own perspective, all we see is crap, okay? Because it's a mm-hmm. sinful world, and we see that. But when we say, hey, God, let me have your eyes, and we have these eyes that are good 
and our eyes are healthy, we see the world and what we see is we see God. In the people around us, in the situations that we're in, in everything. When things are going to crap, well, guess what? What are we seeing when our eye is healthy and when we are in relationship with God and when we have his eyes, Mm -hmm. we see the other side, Yeah, you know? And so I just was like, that's actually, that's so good. And we just, it's, we're so quick to skip over it, you know? Oh yeah. Um, but, and it even says like, if the light within you is darkness, how deep is that darkness? Like if your perspective on the world is sinful and broken, like how deep does that go? Because that changes everything. Well, even like, it's it's exactly the concept of pers- perspective because I, um, like re- just recently I heard on a podcast this girl talking about doing a worship music cleanse. So instead of listening to your normal music, and it's not like I listen to like explicit music, like, you know, listen, yeah. no. But instead of listening to just <clears throat> whatever you listen to, the only music you can do it for however long, a week, two weeks, a month, however long, you only listen to worship music. And I was like, wow, that sounds really cool. Cause like, I, I love listening to worship music. I listen to it all the time, but I was just interested in the fact of like only listening to that. Because yeah. if you think about how many times you play music in a day, like I play music all the time. Yeah. So I'm like, if I played worship music as much as I did every other thing that I listened to, like yeah. how life changing would that be? Absolutely. And so I've kind of been doing that over the past couple days and the circumstances around me have not changed. Like, the bad circumstances, mm-hmm. the good circumstances, they have not changed. But my perspective, like, waking up in the morning and immediately listen to, listening to worship music or whenever I'm driving in the car, yeah. immediately listening to worship music or when I'm in the shower, and then I see these circumstances, which last week I would have been like, oh, this sucks. I'm like, okay, I have a new perspective. The circumstance hasn't changed, but my perspective, my perspective changed. Has, yeah. And now when I see something, I directly go to God and I directly think okay but what does he say about this yeah and it kind of goes into the whole little last chunk of worry well and anxiety really really quick before we get into that I just wanted to say like this whole section that we just went through like I was reading in first corinthians yesterday and because I was flipping I was flipping all over okay but I was reading in first corinthians and um it was a verse about giving your body... I'm pretty sure it was First Corinthians, but it was a verse about, like, giving your body as a living sacrifice to God that is holy and pleasing to God, and this is our spiritual form of worship, right? Um, and I just think that's so good, like, with this, of, like, surrendering everything to God, being like, okay, you know what? Fix my eyes. Like, I want to give you my heart put my treasure in heaven and like give you my heart I want to serve you like with everything and so that's just like thought Mm -hmm. food for thought you know but um but let's yeah let's jump into like this last little section we have like yeah guys and this is like this is just Mm -hmm. really good and I really highly encourage y'all to like go and do more study and deeper on this yeah this next little section could be its own it could really be its own thing um but uh wow yeah where do we want to start on this i okay i'll I'll start i'll start um so because just because we are so short on time um the thing that just hit me so hard um because so this section if y'all didn't read it go read it real quick but um it's 
about worry and it's like don't worry about your life about your body what you'll wear isn't life more than food and the body more than clothing right but if you scroll down to verse 26 the end it says aren't you worth more than they which because it's talking about it talks about like look at the birds god feeds them every day yeah aren't you worth more than they and this just hit me because I was like, well, yeah, I know I am, but I feel like a lot of times when we think about ourselves and about our lives, especially in relationship to God, we think, no, we're not worthy. You know what? We don't deserve, no, like, why would God provide for me? Yeah. And like, I read that and I was just like, am I? Like, when I actually think about it, do I believe, which I was reading, <laughs> I love the Bible, oh my gosh, um, but I was reading another plan and it, that we, we did a couple weeks ago, I don't know, that oh, big there's plan. a field oh yeah, but I was reading another plan that we did a couple weeks ago, and in the plan she was just like, see, I was, I was talking to God and I was like, God, I know I know that you will. I know that you will. I know that you will. And she goes, and then in a moment of silence, I heard him say to me, hey, I know you know that I will, but do you believe that I can? And in that, I was just like, again, with this, like, God's like, hey, I know that you, you know that I made you worthy, but do you believe that you are? Because this goes back to the whole, like, I'm not worthy. But God is, and because he is, he said, I am, you know, Mm -hmm. and he says, he says you, and so then I literally love the Bible so much. Um, Acts 10, Peter encounters an angel of God and he comes and he's like, Hey, there's all this food. You should kill something and eat it. And it's all these animals that were unclean in the old Testament. And then, um, he's like, I can't eat those. Like, why would you tell me that? I'm not going to, like, I'm not silly. Like, this is a trick question. Like, how I passed the test. Um, those are unclean. Like, I'm not going to eat that. And then he goes, Peter, don't call something unclean that God made clean. Right? And then this relates to, like, the Gentiles and how in the Old Testament, like, you don't go into a Gentile home. You don't interact with them. And God's like, no, but. I call them clean. And so here he says, I call you worthy. So how are you going to sit here and tell me like, no, I'm not going to like, no, you're not going to provide for me. No, like I got to do this on my own because like, I don't deserve what you're going to try to give me. Mm -hmm. Like that's pride. Mm -hmm. That's pride. Well, and all of those verses, I mean, seriously, go read it. It's just all about that and how he provides for them. But then, um, really, really quick. Um, so there is this podcast that I'm gonna recommend because it's really good and it goes in with this. It's called A Beautiful Story by Mia Fields. That's the title episode. The actual podcast is like Colonial Church. Um, and kind of what you were saying, uh, that you briefly mentioned, she, this is like her testimony and, Mm -hmm. um, it's just like her walk with like relationships. Like she had a lot of things going well for her and then like in the relationship department she was struggling And so she was very intentional about going to God about it, which I think is so cool because God doesn't just say, like, when you're worrying, he's just like, okay, 
I hope he figured it out because I love you. No, he literally tells us to seek him. He yeah. gives us a blueprint. Come yeah. to me. Come to me. All who are weary. I don't know. All who are weary and heavy burdened. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know where that is. But, he, like, he literally tells us yeah. very specifically. And that's not the only place either. No, yeah. Constantly. Isn't there, like, 365 things in the Bible? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, okay, anyway, guys. All over the place. But um, her story, she was saying, she was like, the thing that I love about Jesus is when he... Because we keep hearing, like, okay, we know the plans that God has for us. We know that he has a plan for us. The thing that we love... The thing that she was saying she loves about it, though, is she's like, I know that God has a plan for me, but the cool thing is, is I get to partner with him. Yeah. On my plan. Yeah. She was like, he's not going to create this plan, and I just have to, you know, kind of just let it happen. Like, yes, but I get to partner with him. I get to be in prayer with him and ask him, God put these desires in my heart so I can go after it and so I don't know I just thought that was really cool I think you guys should go listen to it it's really good Um, amen McKenna stay listening to her podcast yeah Yeah. I do love podcasts guys good stuff thanks for listening thanks for listening guys and um we hope that you got something out of that and we hope that you will um, out of this be inspired to go and dive further into it and read it for yourself and study it for yourself mm-hmm. um because honestly like this is a personal faith right and it's daily grace daily grace it's a daily faith but it also like you know you can get you can get stuff for sure out of like hearing from others mm-hmm. but also there's like when you go and look like on your own there's just so much more you know and there's just so much that god has for you so yeah we encourage you to go and do your own studies and we hope that um you enjoyed this episode and Mm -hmm. we will see you next time next time on On front Front seat Seat faith Faith. bye bye